dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're all doing well. Nice weather out there. It's been a week so far. And I've been just working on things like my campaign world and things like that because I don't have much gaming to do until we get away from this quarantine and such. But I do have a few ideas, and one of which I hope I can make this into kind of an enterprise, as in I want to make money off it. But, you know, it's kind of a thing where you have to build it up. It involves audio equipment, better audio equipment than this. And I think you'd be maybe surprised. I don't know. I've got to consult with a few people, but it has to do with audio. It has to do with role-playing games. And I'll see where that goes. I'm gathering things together right now. My main goal is to, to acquire, to get a Zoom H5, which is a portable recorder. But I don't have three to 400 bucks right now, so... I'm going to have to save up and wait on that. But if that's going to be one of my core pieces of equipment for this thing I want to do, and I will reveal all when I'm ready, hopefully within the next, I don't know, month or so as of this recording. Anyway, stay tuned. You'll hear about it. I wanted to talk about adventure prep again because I just come up with these analogies every once in a while to try and make it easier for you guys. So we'll talk about that after this. Okay, Glenn's been watching YouTube videos about game prep again. And a lot of them fall along, fall in line with what I think about, you know, minimal prep. I've seen more than one people, person say they like the Lazy Dungeon Master, as I do. And it just kind of fuels my fire. That kind of thing fuels my fire. You know, making stuff up like that. What fuels my fire in it is being able to use the precepts and things I've learned from things like the Lazy Dungeon Master and the Prepless Game Master and things like that and still keep a handle on it, still come up with a coherent story. And I found out it's easier than I thought because of the way I'm doing it. And it should be easier for you too. I mean, just let's, let's just start at the beginning here. You know, about the Lazy Dungeon Masters, basically, you lay down just a few things on three by five cards. It doesn't have to be three by five cards, just be, it can be a, like a sheet of paper or something like that. And just make sure it's the minimum you need, like three things, you know, for locations, for encounters, for NPCs, for thing, you know, things like that. One of those, usually to me, suggests a plot, some kind of adventure. There's also Rory Story Cubes, which I use on occasion. I can't remember which one it was, but they're, but I watched their way they do their prep. And he says right out that I do it a little different every time. 
Well, I also do it a little different every time, but I always seem to see these same things pop up, so I try to make them part of that. If you if you find yourself doing the same thing every time and it helps you, and here's the key, it helps your game, then keep doing it. If it doesn't, don't. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing because DM or GM prep is a process. It's a learning thing. It's ex- and, you know, you find out what works, keep it. What doesn't work, you throw it out. That's the way it goes with me. I mean, I'm getting to the point where I don't need much at all, but I need something. I've told this, I think I've told this story before about one of our players who is 14 years old, this back, oh, a few years ago, in our Monday group, wanted to try his first game. He's the guy who wanted to do an A Legend of Zelda and after the first session, he thought he was very clever. And he, afterwards, we were all leaving, and he said, here's my DM prep book, guys. And I says, you want to see it? And I think Carlos, one of us, says, sure, I'll see it. And he opened it up, and it was blank. And he says, he says this, is your, this is your prep book? Is this what you used to prep? He says, Yeah. And it's like, I could tell he was looking at him and go, yeah, ain't that great? I was pulling off the top of my head. We kind of had to cut him a new one a bit because the whole point, as I've said before, is I like to do minimal prep. I don't like to do no prep because even with the most minimal bare bones thing, you have to have something to hang the adventure on. You can't just... It is a rare game master indeed who can walk into a role-playing session and just wing the whole thing. And even then, I probably bet you dollars to donuts that he has stuff that he's used before that he that he can draw from and rely on. So there's that. So... As you know, I've developed kind of a story arc, uh, a frame, as I call it, a framework for an adventure, which you hang encounters on. And what, you, as far as I'm concerned, you write the premise down. You write the pre- the whole premise down in one sentence, and put that. I would hang that if you're using a screen, hang that on your screen, just make it a little post-it note and just put it up there just to remind yourself what this thing's all about. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to stay that way, but you have to, like I said, you have to have a direction. You you know, if you want to get from point A to point B, you have to have some kind of idea of direction you're going. And this gives you a direction. Okay, fine. There's that. Now, along the way, you handle encounters, you you come up with encounters and as i've told you before it's more of a scenario a setting it's a it's a a situation it's a situation there's a good word. that's the word it's a situation and what you do is you prep the situation and then leave it and go on to the next one and the next one and the next one and pretty soon you have an adventure it may not be the adventure that the players are going to play but it's an adventure nonetheless that's the second thing don't get married to it because you know most adventures do not survive uh, contact with the players, do not survive fully intact. So there's that. 
And I've always talked about having a couple of things in your back pocket to pull out in case something happens. And, and once again, we fall back to the sandbox analogy of uh, that's why I like sandboxes. If I have two or three things going on in the same area that I decided, you know, all those ideas that you come up with, you decide, okay, out of the three, I'm going to use this one. Hang on to the other two. Those are what, those are when the characters decide not to do that or do something else or go somewhere else. All right, if I haven't confused you yet, you prepare these situations, and then when you get to the table, you'll find out if those situations play, play out. How do you create a situation, you say? Oh, well, that's easy. Okay, there's uh, you have an adventure of... Oh, a kidna- a guy kidnaps this high-ranking, this high-ranking princess in high-ranking princess, this royalty in this kingdom, and they got to find her because he's trying to ransom her, but they want to find her first. Okay, fine. They get into a situation, and the bad guy knows they're on their trail, so he decides to send a few monsters or brigands or something after them. Okay, fine. They get into an inn. They get into a tavern inn, and they're there for the night, and they get bushwhacked for the night. The, the 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 bad guys show up and try and attack them, you know, at, at night. Okay, that's a situation. That's as far as you go with it. What you do is you have the situation, you have the location, you have the stats of monsters or brigands or whatever you're going to use. That's it. You leave that alone. I think of it as akin to... Say you're doing the honeydew list, chores, things like that. Say you have a broken, something like a broken toilet. You got to fix the toilet. You don't know how it's going to fix, or you have a pretty good idea. But you have to fix the toilet. Now, you could do it yourself. You could actually, you could get a plumber to come in and fix it for you. And you have to say, oh, it'll take replacing the toilet. Now, you get down there. You might not, might or may not have experience with this. You may make it worse. You may flood the basement or something. Then you'll have to have a plumber come in. Or you just call a plumber right off the bat saying, hey, can I fi- you fix this? Or if you know how to do this, you go down to the hardware store and get the stuff. And miracle of miracles, you fix it. Now, those are three different scenarios that could happen. But that's not your call. In, in a game, that's not your call. That's the call of the players. That you put you put the situation up there. The toilet is broken. What are you going to do about it? You're the player. How are you going to deal with it? Because it's it's that magic sentence that that game has to say all over. What are you going to do? So then that's where the game happens. So think of it. Think of the scenarios that way. And once again, I'm probably talking to the noobs, but I'm going to, you know, I, 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 look, I, I try not to repeat myself, but some, once in a while it happens. And I don't think I've repeated myself enough on this because these are the kind of things you have to think about. Prep minimally, but prep. That's the whole thing. This kind of prep takes you no more than, I say, an hour. I, that's all I would... Because I would already have resources 
at hand, like the world, the town, all that other stuff. If not, I can quickly make a town up or a section of a town or and, you know, pull out my rule book and find out some monsters in there or brigands to put in there. And you know how I deal with stats because it's the benchmark thing. There's an average, so all all I have to do is jot down what's the exception of that average. So anyway, anyway, I've talked enough. I got to go start my day. And if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrogner at gmail.com. Or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. You guys are great. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.